Hi, I'm Anna. And I'm Brandy. We're so excited to kick off season two of Flourish Podcast. Today, we have our friend Jenny on to share about how she creates and finds inspiration through our creator. Thanks for listening. All right, welcome to season two of Flourish. We are so excited to be launching the first episode. We are here with Jenny today and Brandy will be introducing her in just one second. But we wanted to kind of give a little overview of what we want to talk about. So this season, we're going to be talking about creating. So that's bringing something into existence or causing something to happen as a result of one's actions. So we want to talk today really about creating in the sense of um, like our minds and artistic creation, different things like that, which Jenny will talk on. And then we also want to talk about God's creation and how God is creative and all that he does and in the creation of the world. So we're going to dive into that today. And then we have some really exciting episodes coming up where we'll dig into journaling and habits and having fresh faith and church planning and dreaming and a few more topics. But we will save that for later. So I will have Brandy introduce Jenny today. Yeah. Um, I am super excited to have Jenny on here because um, I feel like in a lot of ways, Jenny and she'll probably attest to this, but she's like watched me grow up from just a little wee child. <laughs> um, I feel like um, when I when I first moved to Illinois, which is where I met Jenny, um, it was, you know, I, I had a lot to learn truthfully and I learned a lot through her and we were roommates for a while. Um, and I feel like my life has forever been impacted by you. Um, and I'm so thankful that we are still friends and that you are like a, such a sister to me. And yeah, I think one thing that when we were talking about having an episode or a season about creation, I, you were the very first person I thought of because you have this ability to consistently connect with creation and um you're you're very artistic you're very creative minded um and that you're very blessed to get to do that every day of your life through your job but i think truthfully when i look at your job it just makes sense because of who you are so mm-hmm. can you kind of talk about what you do for a living and how all that came to be Yeah. So hello, everyone. This is so exciting. And I just want to say thank you to Brandy and Anna. You guys are amazing. And um, it's just uh, such a cool thing to be a part of that you guys are using your voice and being brave and planting seeds and um, just allowing that to uh, draw people closer to the Lord and who they're created to be. And it's just a beautiful thing to watch. So thank you for starting the podcast. Thank you for inviting me here. Um, I'm excited and equally nervous. Okay. so. No, I, uh, creativity has been a theme probably just throughout my entire life since I can remember. Um, and that's happened through different avenues and expressions of creativity, whether it's in communicating or using my gifts in like a, in a dance class or creating art or enhancing spaces, creating celebrations, um, just even enhancing relationships around me through creativity. Um, it's just been like a common theme. Um, and I have just been super blessed to be in a lot of uh, positions, even from like eighth grade to now where I've just been able to um, use my creativity uh, to be able to create for a purpose or create for an event or a project and um, in many different avenues and aspects. And so um, it's just been so cool. And I feel like everything, every season of my life has taught me a different element and has kind of brought me to where I currently am, which is um, my current role as a creative director at church. And um, I get the privilege every day to create, creatively communicate the best story ever told, which is us and Jesus, which is just such a beautiful thing. And that's really what I try to keep at the forefront, that that's the story that we're telling. And um, how that happens is kind of a wild chase of geese, you know, wild goose chase um, is uh, I'm in the media world. And so I get to give creative direction to graphics and videos for weekend experiences and conferences and events and promotions. And then um, I'm kind of in the nitty gritty of service flow and creation for all of our services. Um, 
how we tell that story every week, how we package a message, how we communicate through worship and how we enhance through visuals and um, different things like that. And I also get to work in our events world. Um, we are our church is a very event heavy church. Um, we just believe that they're a bridge for people to invite their friends and their family um, to ultimately connect with the Lord, you know? Um, and so I love celebrations and connecting with people. I feel like that that is something that God's gifted me with. And so um, I love being able to give some vision and creation to events that we do. So all that to say, um, my role is really full. <laughs> yeah. I'm outputting a lot of creativity, which I think um, can be hard, but I'm trying to learn um, how to be, how to do that well all the time. And so it's been a journey of learning how to do that. And I think I'm starting to, uh, continuing to build that muscle, but in a different way in this season. So um, yeah, so that's in a, in a nutshell, a very large nutshell, you know. <laughs> So I have to say um, that it's so funny because everyone in Michigan thinks that I'm creative. And <laughs> I don't even stand a chance next to you. Oh my gosh. Um, and so it's just funny though. And I say that not to say that I'm not creative, but I say that to say like, I just really have learned so much from you as far as um, even the way that you said that about like, you know, getting to tell like the best story ever mm -hmm. told. I'm like, that's just... I don't know. It's a way that our brains, and this is something um, I've said, I just, I think that all of us have a creative element in us that For sure. uh, we just need to find within us um, because the creator is inside of us, you know, mm -hmm. and if he is in us, then his, his DNA, the way that he, that he thinks is also in us. And so we all have that element. Some people obviously are more gifted than others in different areas, but I just, um, I've watched you like up close and mm -hmm. I see the time and effort. It flows out of you so naturally, but you also put so much effort into it. Mm -hmm. um, and so I just wanted to say that. I think that, you know, there's, it's been really cool over the years to watch you even grow in that, you know, because you weren't always the creative director and you've always, right. um, you've always poured into these things without the title and getting to watch you be blessed to receive that and make that your life mission has been really cool. That's awesome. Um, Thank you. Mm. Yeah. I I was thinking before we were recording about, and I said this a minute ago about having like the creator in you and how God is a creator and he created the earth from, you know, dust and he created us from dirt and he takes something that you typically would ha see having no purpose and he gives it a purpose through creation. Um, and so I kind of want to talk about like how you do that in your day to day, because mm -hmm. um, you can have a graphic with two colors or something that doesn't seem to have a lot of purpose. And you get to like bring things to life in the same way that God breathes life into things that look like they have no purpose. And yeah. so um, can you kind of talk about that journey and how that's been? Yeah. And I think um, just on that too, really quick, something I love about the Lord that um, also bleeds into even just like relationally how I deal with people, one of the things that I get so mad about is when it's like the self-esteem, you know, when people are like self-deprecating or they're talking bad about themselves, because I truly believe like we're such divine creations, you know, and the Lord really put um, and knit us together so intricately with the gifts and the talents and the personality and the desires of our heart. And I think like there's such power in like really um, saying, okay, God, what did you put in me? What did you put me on this planet to do and purpose to do and not comparing looking to the right or the left? Because I really believe that God's like, all right, I have a plan and a purpose for each of you, which involves being creative because you're creative every day. You're making decisions and solutions with what to wear, what to eat, you know, like that's a part of creativity. And, um, and so I just think that that is, that's something that even in how we view ourselves, not even just as a creative, but as like a child of God, like there's so much originality in each of us and, um, and just allowing yourself to live in that and sink into that and be confident in that. Um, also enhances creativity, you know, enhances what you're created to do and what he's placed in you. When it comes to um, bringing things to life, I think the biggest thing that I always start with is the why, you know? Right. And I think you go back to, you know, God started with the why. Why did he create us? Why did he create creation, you know? And I think when you look at creation, he created us for, for us to delight in creation 
and also for us to work and for us to be able to um, till the soil and um, have purpose, you know, and then he created us for relationship with one another. And so in everything that we do, especially through the church, you know, I'm constantly asking the question, you know, why are we, why are we creating this? What is the purpose? Um, we always say around here, like we're meeting a felt need with everything that we do. So my, I want everything that we're creating and everything that's coming out of whether it's my job or something that we're producing on stage, or if it's my personal creativity, I want it to be meeting a felt need, you know, that there's um, somebody on the other end of that that is going to see a visual or is going to see a graphic, is going to see certain colors, is going to see a quote or the way we craft a video. And they're going to, they're going to, it's going to move the football down the field in their life. It's going to move them closer to knowing either more of who they are created to be, knowing more about Jesus, something sparking in them that they didn't know before, you know? So I think that's where I would start in, in the sense of creating is where God started with the why, you know, why did he create the earth? He didn't just do it just for fun. I mean, there was purpose behind it. And the purpose was for relationship with us, you know? And so I think that's where we start too. So I don't know if that fully answered your question, but that, no, that's, that's so, good. yeah, I feel like that's where I begin. And then out of that um, is just, is the practice. It's the muscle of creating. Um, and yeah, I think that I always say that creativity is a muscle. It's something that the more you create, the more you have, like creativity begets creativity. Um, and Stephen Brewster, who's a creative pastor and consultant, he said uh, this, we were just in a creative meeting like a couple weeks ago, and he said, it's muscle, not magic. And I think so many people are waiting for this like um, you know, magical moment of like, oh my gosh, when everything comes together, I'm going to create this perfect thing. But it actually is like this muscle that you're, you're using over and over again, you know, in every area of life and it becomes stronger and stronger and how you're saying like, oh, it just comes out of you. And I think I've just been so diligent in trying to use that muscle yeah. any way that I can, you know, and, um, and hopefully it's getting stronger and stronger. <laughs> well, so. One thing um, that I have seen you do over the years, and this might be such a small thing, <laughs> you, but um, you have like always, I remember we would talk about like our weddings before we like before I met. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had met Frank, but before we were dating and stuff and you were like, I just want such a colorful wedding. Uh -huh. And I think like through the times of like trends and things where like things have become like more dull over the years. <laughs> I've just always seen you like embrace colorfulness and and mm. embrace like everything about, I, I don't know, like it just brings so much livelihood and so much life. And I think that that is encouraging because I just, I don't know, I, I see the way that you um, view the world yeah. and it's never boring. That's for sure. <laughs> um, it's just full of life, you know, and it's full of positivity and you love people well out of that. Like it just, it brings so many other elements than just the fact that you create well, you know? Yeah. Thank you. I, I, it reminded me as you were saying that of that verse in, um, in Matthew where it's like, yeah, Matthew, okay. Matthew 5, 14 through 16, it's the message version. And it says, here's another way to put it. You're here to bring light, be light. You're here to be light, bringing out the God colors in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. We're going public with this, as public as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket. I'm putting you on a light stand. Now that I have you here on a hilltop, a light stand, shine, keep open house, be generous with your lives, be opening up to others, and you'll prompt other people to open up with God, this generous Father in heaven. Okay. Um but I love, that's one of my favorite verses, obviously, because it's like bringing out the God colors in the world. I love words too, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think I was thinking about this too, just in the creative journey. And I feel like something that I'm like, which is so interesting is, and what you were talking about, Brandy, how everybody is a creative. I also think that it's like a choice, like you choose to be creative, you know? And it's, it's, it's a vulnerability thing where you're like, I may not, it may not be, what I'm creating may not be like what I see in my mind it should be or what I'm comparing to others. But um, but it takes that vulnerability to just be like, I'm just going to create and try and also choose to kind of be all in. And I think like that's what I I try to be like all in and super present in every situation, which is really hard. Um, But just being that like completely in love with life. And obviously life's not perfect. You go through, you go through seasons of, you know, hardship and seasons of struggle and, um, 
But I think like that's something that I've always just like had that innate thing in front of me that I'm like, I want to be all in. I want, if if somebody's going to talk about me, I want to be like, I was like full throttle and completely in love with life, you know? And obviously there's seasons I do that better and seasons that I, you know, uh, do, don't do it well. But, um, I think that that also helps in the creative process is like, I want to reflect the goodness of God. I want to reflect that this life is beautiful and full and it's filled with mountains and valleys, but like, I want to reflect that in everything I do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Um, Anna, for, from your perspective, like, I feel like you are one of those people that would say that you're not as creative. So like, what are your thoughts on all of that? Yeah. So I think for me, creating comes more down to like logistics. It's not so much like um, creating art. Like I don't feel like I'm an artist. Um, Don't have that. But I feel like I'm really good at creating routines or habits. Um, Just kind of, you know, like I love lists. I love checking things off a list, you know. So I feel like creating in my life looks more like I guess being organized in a sense, it's not mm-hmm. so much more of that like type A personality. Um, yeah, that's what comes to mind for me. Well, I think that is a form of creation. Like when you take a bunch of mess and you can put it into something, like yeah. I'm like that to me, that is a form of that, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely. And I think, yeah, there's like that difference between creativity and artistry, you know? So you have like creators that are doing that in all different types of ways. And then you have artists that that's their form of creativity, you know, and it can flesh out. But I think people get so, um, yeah, they get, they get like, they say I'm not creative because they're not an outrightly an artist. But yeah, there's just, we're all creative in every single thing that we do as we live our lives, you know? Well, I think what you said was really cool about, um, it even comes down to like the way you decorate your home, the way that you yeah. uh, dress, like the way you do your hair, like all of that is a creative decision and mm-hmm. it it puts everyone in a unique place. Like we all have unique tastes and we all, you know, I think one of the things that I have struggled with in my life, and this is a saying that I feel like people are going to hate to hear because they've probably heard <laughs> it a thousand times, but like, like comparison is a thief of joy. And I have struggled a lot in my life with comparing my journey of create, creative thinking or creative output with other people. And I mean, to be really honest, I've, I have many times even compared my journey to you and what you have done and felt like I fall short. And I think that like, that is nothing that you have done. In fact, you have always been encouraging. It's more of the like, just seeing someone else who has maybe done it more or practiced more or has um, a different mind than me, kind of what you were saying, you think of something in your head, you put it down on a canvas, and it looks totally different than what your brain thought it would. Um, I think that I have come to like, peace with my individual journey of creativity. And I think that that's something that I mean, I'm as you mature in your walk with God, and as you grow closer to the Lord, you can like see that the way that he sees you, you know, but I think that that's definitely something especially women struggle with. Um, Mm-hmm. And I, I just want to say that as like an encouragement to you because it is, it's real and you will compare yourself to others at times. We all do it, but just to always remember, like, you know, like we are uniquely made and we, because of that, we all do have different creative ideas and different creative, you know, tendencies and things like that. So, yeah. And I think there's like, <clears throat> I think there's a space and a place for everyone. You know, yeah. we look at we look at the world and we're like, oh, there's not a place for me there. And I deal with that too. And I see either choreography or another creative department at another church that's like, you know, kicking butt. Like I'm like, oh, I wish we could be there, you know. But I think that the devil would love to get us, you know, distracted. Um, the enemy would love to have us distracted and comparing ourselves all day. So that we're not operating in what God has put inside of us. And I know even for you guys, when you were starting the podcast, that was something that you wrestled with. Like, yeah. you know, the, how is this going to cut through the noise of all the other podcasts in the world, right. you know? But it just comes down to, okay, I'm going to be obedient with the the place and the space that God has planted me in. And I think when we do that, um, 
that's when like we're most authentic, you know? And as you were talking, um, I looked up another verse, which is again, the message version, <laughs> because it just says it so beautifully. Um, it's in Galatians 6, 4 to 5. And it says, make a careful exploration of who you are and the work you've been given and then sink yourself into that. Don't be impressed with yourself. Don't compare yourself with others. Each of you must take responsibility for doing the creative best you can with your own life. And I think that's like exactly what we're talking about, you know, is like we're we're on this exploration of who we are and who God's given us, the gifts that God's given us and the work he's put in front of us. And then when we sink ourselves into that, I think that's where that like magic happens, you know? Um and so that's what I've just been trying to do is like, where's my place and my space right now, you know? Um, and it's in this random Rockford, Illinois town. And, you know, and I'm just going to do my best with where I'm at. You know, I used to have dreams of like, I want to go work at Disney and, you know, <laughs> and yeah. all these things. But I, that God has me here and it's for a purpose and a plan. And I think when, like what you're saying, when you accept like the place and space he's given you, you really have eyes to see um, where to deposit. You have eyes to see, you know, what to create and what to enhance and what to invest into because you're just saying, okay, God, I'm here and I'm willing, you know? Yeah. Well, and I think you hit on a good point too, because when you step out of your own way, and just watch God do what God is going to do. It like, I mean, Anna would agree with this, but we've been like blown away by this pod, the way that people have supported us, the, like the amount of listeners that we've been, that we've had, people have like financially committed, like it's revealed and it just had to become not about us. And the second that, like, not that it really ever was, I don't think we ever really struggled with that, but like the second that we realized like, no, this is a God thing and we're just going to do what God tells us to do. I, I have been like blown away with who God is and what he's done, you know? And I think that that's, that's a huge piece of it. If you can just step out of your own way, <laughs> because we just get in our own way sometimes. Yeah. And, and like I said, it takes like risk and it takes a little bit of vulnerability. Um, but that's sometimes like the best road to the best things, you know? And yeah. I really feel like that, um, is something that even in my current life, I'm trying to be better at, like taking risks and and pushing the envelope and trying things that never tried before, and you know, being vulnerable in 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 new ideas and um and just going that next mile, that next that next step, and um yeah, and I think it's it's it just takes bravery, and so yeah, I commend you guys because it's it can be it can be overwhelming, and um and so it's just a beautiful thing that you've been obedient, and I think. I think that's what it comes down to, you know, wherever your space is to just be like, okay, I'm going to do what I know to do, you know? Right. And, you know, I, I mean, it doesn't have to be a big stage. And I think that that's also something that people, people are like, well, I will create, or I will find that myself on this journey when I need to, or when, like, when I have someone to show or whatever. And I think, like, the thing that the journey I've been on with you is like, this has happened in our living room. Like, when we mm -hmm. lived together, you were doing it in our living room. It wasn't on a stage. And I think um, you've had opportunities to share your creativity with large stages, but at the same time, it's like integrated in every part of your life. It's not just um, when you're on the spotlight, but it's like, Again, it's in your bedroom. It's in the music you're listening to. It's on your drives in the car. Like I, I think that that also is a part of it. Like bringing God with you through all the smallness of life too. Like it doesn't have to be this grandiose thing, you know. I think um, it's. I think something that's been interesting is if you're a seasoned creative listening, or if you are not a creative listening. I think um, being in the job that I'm in, and maybe some of the other creative jobs that are represented. You're, you feel like you have to have constant output, almost like a machine. And so I think something that I've just had to learn is I'm going to I'm going to gather. I'm like going to go out to the field, gather inspiration, gather all the things because I want to have a deep well of yeah. creativity to pull from. No, I just love how you were talking earlier about like, I think it was when you were talking about God colors and, you know, it just was making me think about how we each do have a different calling and different gifts. And that's just goes back to the Bible of how it says, you know, we are the body of Christ. We have different functions, different gifts, and that's what we're supposed to walk in. 
Um, and that's what God is going to anoint us for and equip us for and empower us for. And that was such a conversation for Brandy and I, you know, before we started Flourish of what we wanted it to be, what we thought it was supposed to be. And I think in the first episode, we talked about how this isn't meant to be like a cookie cutter person that comes out of listening to Flourish. Like it's supposed to be that you are empowered to go and live the life that God has called you to live and to be the person God has called you to be. And so I'm really excited with this create season because I feel like we're going to hear from so many different people about different topics. And I think that it will give listeners a great toolbox that they can pull from and some things might work really well for them. Some things might not, or maybe they'll take it and kind of tweak it to their own life and their own families or habits or daily routines, whatever it may be. But I think that this season will really give people some great ideas of different things they can try in their life. And, you know, it's kind of a take it or leave it or tweak it the way you need to. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. And I was just going to say too, like what you were saying, how, you know, God's gifted everybody differently. And I think, um, and this is what we're talking about is like that authenticity of who you are is what attracts people. It's not this like crazy brand new idea. I think authenticity is like invaluable. You know, it's like what everybody wants and desires and is like craving is people that are authentic, you know, and people that love Jesus and they're real and they're, they're, you know, they're who they say they are. Like they're walking the walk and talking the talk. And um, I just think authenticity is like the currency, you know, in our world right now. And that's, what is speaking to people. And even when you look at creativity and art, the things that speak to you the most are the things that are most authentic, the things that feel relatable and real um, and are telling a story, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think our generation and the generations after us just want realness. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like we're kind of done with like, you know, the, the expectations, the rules, the religion, like we just want like the real, Jesus, like the real authentic vulnerability of leadership. Like I, I've definitely seen that for sure. Yeah. Which is challenging in in our world. Cause I think, well, it's funny because I grew up, you know, in the theater dance world. So everything was like sequins and glitter and, you know, shining lights and all that. And I think that um, you know, if you're part of a mega church, which we are, but some people are maybe in a smaller church, whatever, sometimes you go through like it feels sometimes like the lights and the music and the and the you're putting on like this almost performance at times, even when it's like creative elements or whatever. And I think we're in this in this culture now that because we're fighting for this authenticity, it's almost like how do we creatively strip back and allow the story to shine. And I think that's challenged the creativity in a way because it's not just like who's the loudest voice. It's who is telling the right story and who is right. who is communicating on a level that speaks to my soul and speaks to my heart. And that is really hard, <laughs> you know, to to continue to create on that level because it's easy to you know, one plus one equals two in the creative world sometimes to be like, I know what works. I know what's going to be, I know what's going to hit the mark. I know it's going to check all the boxes, but is that really what is going to be, again, moving the needle is going to be connecting with souls. It's going to be allowing Jesus to walk across, you know? Um, And so, yeah, it's just an interesting shift in culture. It really is. I think also um, in some ways, this is like a blessing and a curse, but the, like the virtual aspect of ministry has yeah obviously it's been a blessing you can reach more people but it's also been hard again to like stay authentic and stuff like that through all of that that's a good point but it's fun to explore and fun to figure out how to do that well you know and again through a screen because mostly people are on their screen watching and yeah so it's just been a very uh even not even since 2020 just in general you know like it just because I feel like the world shifted in 2020, but now, like even in even in the last couple of years, just what cuts through the noise is sometimes the quieter creativity. You know, the moments where you're pausing, and um, yeah, it's just really yeah. interesting. Yeah, that really is. I I would love to hear about like your relationship with God and like create. I know you're really creative, but how does it look like for you? You know, I imagine that your devotional life 
could possibly look really different. You know, I could see you being at a coffee table or on a walk or, you know, whatever, if you could just talk about that. Yeah. Creativity is um, I've something I feel like has always been a part of my life. And I think it is like a form of worship. And I know we kind of talked about that a little bit, Brand, but I do think that that is something um, in the way that I connect with God. And I think that um, there's been a lot of moments in even in devotional times where I could be sitting with like a blank sheet of paper, you know, and just saying, okay, God, like you and me, and I'm just writing thoughts or drawing or, you know, lettering. I need to do that more actually, you know, the blank sheet of paper kind of moment where you're just sitting there and you're just write and see what comes from it. Um, I think like for me, I used to be a big journaler. I'm actually, I need to do that more. I feel like I kind of tapered off, but I used to be a big journaler, but I think, yeah, like words are huge for me. So I feel like I connect a lot through, um, like even with the Bible, like taking a verse and like exploring it in multiple translations and, um, and then putting that somewhere, like creating art with it or putting it, you know, on a sticky note or, you know, like putting it on my screen, on my computer and allowing that to really sink deep. But like, I'm really a words person too. So I'm like, when it says it this way in a new living translation, what does it say in amplified? What does it say in the message? Um, and just really taking that and allowing that to really sink deep in the different translations, which I know everybody does, but that is really a, for me, I'm like, oh my gosh, I want all the words. I want all the different ways that the Lord, you know, is telling me this one thing, you know? Um, I think music speaks a lot to me in different ways. I think that um, obviously music's been a part of my life because dance has been a huge part of my life, but also um, creating to music. And so um, I, confession, am not uh, up with the the best and newest worship albums because I'm <laughs> such a creature of habit where I like have my songs that I connect with or have had moments with. And then I think you just, I've made moments out of that where I'm like, okay, I'm going to turn on the song and it's almost like this little altar moment um, on my own, you know? And and then there's obviously moments in nature where, where like, you know, some of your moments that, uh, some of the moments I remember most connecting with the Lord have been in front of a sunset, have been in front of a sunrise, have been um, walking through nature and it's cold and there's community and people walking by me and I'm talking to the Lord about you know, the beauty of his creation and his people, you know? Um, and then there's been moments where I'm walking in the city and I'm, I'm praying under my breath for the people that I'm passing by and you feel the weight of like humanity in that moment, you know? And so I think in my journey with the Lord, I think um, I, it used to be kind of a separate thing, like the creativity and um, my, and my personal devotion. And then I think when now it's really become intertwined, you know? So when I'm creating, I'm constantly like, okay, God, like you speak through this. Okay. Like Lisa, um, our executive pastor that she's kind of a creative genius herself, but she'll always say, uh, we're waiting for that God drop, you know, like as we're creating events or videos or whatever, and we're kind of stuck in a place where we're trying to figure out what's next, we're waiting for that God drop. And so it's that constant communication of like, okay, God, I'm going to release this and I'm inviting you into the mix. And that's whether it's like a personal life decision or thing I'm navigating, or if it's, uh, you know, something I'm trying to create for my job, it's I'm inviting God into that. Um, and I want to create with him, you know? Um, and so, yeah, I think it plays out in, in multiple ways, um, and in multiple avenues. And, um, I think it's just been something that's been the way that also he speaks to me, you know? So I'm like, some of those verses have been life verses, but also because of how, how they're crafted, it, it just speaks to who he's created me to be, you know, like, I'm like the words exploration and the you know creative best. I'm like that's 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 I feel that I get that you know, um, and so that's just been like a beautiful thing of like I feel like there's things that are like rhema words for me that pop out of the word that either create like visual pictures or are just speak directly to me because I'm like okay now I have this like word picture in my mind you know like I love when he talks about like he's the vine and we are the branches and. I, because that's just so vivid, you know, abide in my love, like that idea of just like make, make yourself at home 
in my love, I'm like, okay, I got it. My home is decorated in my mind, you know, like, um, and so that's been, that's been cool too. It's just like the Lord, the Lord making the word come alive in, in pictures and in, in the way that I, um, in the way that I see things. And then it, it's like, it sinks down deep, you know, into my soul. And then I think, again, that, that speaks to when I'm creating either for myself or for, um, work, it, it, that kind of is what I pray bubbles up out of, of my soul, you know? Can you talk about like when you realized that your brain worked this way or like got the calling of, you're like, I know for the rest of my life, I'm going to do creative things. Like how did that journey go? Um, it's really interesting because, okay, I don't know if everybody had this when they were kids, but like when I was younger, <laughs> probably not knowing you, <laughs> no, 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 you'll, you might have. Okay. When I was younger, uh, I wanted to be a dolphin trainer. Okay. But only okay, that's fair. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Thank you. But only because I wanted to like live in Hawaii and have this, like, I was obsessed with Hawaii. Like even in high school, I almost went to a college in Hawaii for no other reason that I just love the Hawaiian culture. I don't know why. Okay. But anyway, so I had that like when I was a younger kid, but then when I was like in high school and I was trying to figure out like, what's my next step? You know, what am I going to do? Um, I would always say like in, in eighth grade and high school, like that I wanted to be like creating with my life and, and, and producing, creative things, but like for the Lord, like, and I didn't know how, I didn't even really know that ministry was like a job at that point, you know, like I didn't know that you could have a job at a church as a creative director. That was like so far from my brain. Cause I was like, I want to be creating, I want to be doing this with my life, but like, I want to do it for the Lord. And I want to, you know, be creating just as good of things, amazing things that compete with the secular world, you know? Um, and they're and they're glorifying the Lord. And so I think like through high school, I kind of knew that that's like what I was going to do, but I didn't know like how. Um, and so I think I think even in high school, I just took every opportunity to be a part of things that were creative. And I've always said like if the Lord's opened up a creative door, I've always kind of walked through it unless He you know slammed it shut. And so through high school and through being part of youth group, even like after high school, I was like a youth intern. Um, I just, there was always, there was always things presented to me that were in that creative vein. And I just started operating in that. And then I think when I came to Rockford and um, it, it was kind of unlocked with, I think the first thing that really unlocked it where I was like, okay, I could do this forever was when we started with women's conference original Um in 2007, it was only the second year of original. And they were like, okay, we want you to help create some of the creative elements, the dances that are going to be on stage. And I just remember being like, oh my gosh, can I do this forever? Like, is this something that I I can do all the time? <laughs> um, and yeah. And then I think from there, it just like kind of snowballed into everything that, into more and more of who I became, you know? And I think, I don't know when this was, Brandy. I don't even know if you were at the church at this time, but there was this moment where we went on a youth retreat. Okay. And this is kind of speaking to that exact moment, I guess, but we we're, um, we we're on a youth retreat and I felt the Lord. I don't know why I'm getting emotional. Whew. Um, I felt the Lord through this like story in second Kings four. Okay. It's a, it's the, it's the widow's oil story. And I don't know if you guys know it, um, but it's where Elisha goes to this widow who has nothing. And, um, and needs to get money um, in order to pay taxes. Okay. And so she, um, he's like, let me, let me help you. I want you to go back to your house. I want you to find all these vessels. I want you to find as many containers as you have. Cause all she had that was valuable to her was this tiny little thing of oil. Um, at that time, obviously oil was very expensive. And so he's like, I want you to gather as many vessels and then I'll meet you there. So he like comes to the house and he's like, I want you to start pouring oil into these vessels. And so the, he, she starts pouring oil into these vessels and, and they just, the oil kept multiplying in every vessel. So it was like this tiny thing of oil multiplied into vessels and vessels of oil. And the oil stopped when she ran out of vessels. And I just felt like the Lord in that moment was like, um, I, when you look around you, there are vessels everywhere. 
And you just continue to pour out the things I've given you, creativity, celebration, connection, generosity, like you be generous and in every space enhance um, and look at every opportunity and every space as a vessel and your gift is going to continue to grow, you know, and I don't think I even realized it in that moment that that's what he was speaking to me. But that was such like a mile marker moment because I was like, wow, okay, like, all I have to do is keep pouring out. All I have to do is keep finding spaces to enhance, to create. All I have to do is keep looking at every opportunity, every room I'm in, every meeting I'm in, every moment I'm at, I'm at home with my, my roommates, every time I'm with my niece and nephews as like, how do I, how do I create, um, a moment? How do I create a, a memory? And, um, and it can be exhausting, but even in, even in the moments where, there's rest or exhaustion. You know, I think obviously it's a rhythm of life, but I think that was like a a mile marker moment for me. And then that kind of has really been an anchor point. Like even that word enhance, not even just like create, but like enhance um, has been like an anchor word in my life. And since then, I think that that's kind of what catapulted me into, okay, I'm just going to throw myself into this creativity that God's placed in me and see what he does, you know? Um, and it's just been a crazy wild ride, you know? And I am like crying listening to you. Oh my God. <laughs> because like, oh, yeah. I don't even know if I'm going to get this out, but <laughs> you do that. Like, <laughs> like seriously, you pour yourself out in such a generous way. Like financially, um, I have watched you have like zero money and somehow figure out how to be generous, generous people. Um, you like send gifts like you, I mean, before you had even met my son, you like sent a package for him. Like you just, you're so intentional with, with this, with pouring yourself out to people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's, I think the thing that makes me so emotional is to know, like, yes, it's a part of who you are for sure, but it's also so inspired by, like, God, like, telling you this and you just being obedient again with what God has asked of you. And um, because I've, I, I mean, I lived with you. I've also seen you exhausted too, like in times, mm-hmm. but you have never wavered in the way that you do pour out. And I just, I don't know. I really do commend you for that because it is exhausting. I mean, I pour myself out for one day and I need like a week of rest. (laughs) I'm like, I just, I feel like I, I'm, I think that's amazing. It's amazing that God spoke that to you and that you have taken it seriously and made it your life mission. And I didn't know that. So I never have heard this story. So I feel very emotional. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I just was thinking back. I was like, yeah, I guess that that was, I think that that's something I keep coming back to. Um, yeah. And I think it's it's interesting. I, actually, I was just talking to Shannon the other day, Adams, which you know, Shannon. Um, but she made this comment because she was in a class and she, they were talking about, you know, like, how do you combat burnout? You know, and she's like, well, burnout is not the same as, as, as ex- exhaustion. Exhaust, you could be exhausted and still on mission. You can be exhausted and still have a passion for the things that God's asked you to do. She's like, burnout is a condition of the soul. And it's, and it's, and it's sometimes a choice, not always, but sometimes it's a choice of saying, of either you lost your why, you lost the, the purpose, or you, or you, you know, you are not in the right place or whatever, you know? And it was just an interesting idea of just like, okay, I feel like that's been some of the seasons of my life. You know, people are always like, how do you keep going at the pace? Cause we do live at a very full pace. And I think it's because I just have, I'm like, I'm exhausted, but my, my, my mission's not exhausted. My passion's not exhausted. You know, I'm, I, I want, and, and then that stirs up energy, you know, when, when you're really saying, okay, this is what my passion and mission is. Um, it gives you energy for the journey. And, um, and yeah, and I think when, when you're, when you feel like you're not in that place, then it is exhausting in a different way. Um, but you can be exhausted and be like, oh man, I'm so full, you know? Um, Anna, this is something I feel like God has been speaking to you lately. Like you, Anna texted me in church the other day. I think I was being a brat about something. I'm sure. Um, (laughs) and she's like, I don't even remember what this was about, but you texted me and you were like, 
God only gave you one life, so live it. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> but I feel like God has been saying that. Like you were like, I'm saying that to you, but also God is saying that to me. Like, you know, of like remembering we only get one chance to like do yeah. this. Um, I'm looking back in our text thread. I'm like, what were we talking about? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm sure I was arguing about, about doing something and you were like, get it together. Um, <laughs> you only have one life. And I think um, negativity removes, you know, the life from our creativity, but also the life from our everyday. And I think it's, and it's so easy to be negative. It's so, so easy. I'm like, all of us are creatures of it and creatures of habit sometimes. And it's a, it's a choice to really pause and be positive. And, um, we have a life group that we meet every other week with some young adult girls and, uh, two of the girls are just, you know, really going through it. And, they just so desperately are like, oh, I just want to know the will of God. I want to know what's next. I want to know what God's doing. I want to know like why I'm in this place. And it's such a struggle. And, and me and I'm just looking at them and be like, babe, it's not that deep, not in a bad way, but like literally just like shake it off, lay it at the feet of Jesus and just try to breathe. You know, I think we spend so much of our energy trying to figure out all the things and when God's like, let me do the heavy lifting, you just stay the course, you know, you do what I've asked you to do in the place and the space that I've given you um, and the people that you're surrounded by and the things that you don't know, you don't know, and you'll know in the right time. And, um, and don't spend your energy trying to figure out the things that he's not enlightened you with yet, you know? And I think that that gives us, um, when we can take a deep breath to be all in, in the present moment, um, I think that that empowers us in our creativity in whatever way that we're creative, you know, um, because we're able to see with like a God vision, I guess is what I'm trying to get at, you know. I don't know if you remember this, but it was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm about to air your dirty laundry. I'm so sorry. But do it, do it. <laughs> we lived in this like really almost like it was kind of ghetto apartment. Um, yeah, she is not lying. Oh my god, the laundry. We would have to go to this like scary laundry closet that we'd have to like walk around these like jank apartments. Oh my gosh, like when we paid the laundry. Yeah, it was terrible. madness. Madness. Um, and there was it was the first one of the first weekends we lived together. It might have been like the second weekend, and Jenny was going on a trip for like a ministry trip, and. So she was going on this ministry trip and I guess you had lost your keys or something. I don't even remember what it was. Or you were, I think you woke up late. That's what it was. You didn't yeah, wake yeah. up to your alarm and you're like running around and you're like slamming doors and you're going crazy. Um, And you like left screaming. And I was like, okay, I think Jenny hates me or doesn't want to live with me or whatever. <laughs> but then you like got back and you were like, yeah, I really like over dramatized that a little bit. I'm so sorry or something. I don't know. We were talking about it. And um, and I had this like vision of you because your room was like tore up because you were trying to <laughs> and I had this like word I guess it was a word I didn't realize at the time it was but I was like I just feel like God is saying you're like a beautiful mess and mm -hmm. I remember do you remember this I, I think you have told me this yeah at one point um, and you were like I don't know why like that specific thing I needed to hear that but like you're like that is my whole my whole life. I feel like yeah. a mess. I feel like I'm all over the place, but like God has brought beauty in that. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's like another thing, kind of what you're talking about with, even with burnout and with all of this stuff, I'm like, all of us are a mess really. Like, you know, and some of it, it's like physical mess. Some of it's like in our heads, like whatever, but like, there's so much beauty within that, like a, a beautiful yeah. mess. I don't know. Like the picture of that to me is just, it's so cool. And then when you were talking, I just like saw this like picture of like, like this like green like sage green I guess emerald color like gem and I'm like that like that is you like you are a gem in the community that you are in you are like pre a precious stone like you mm -hmm. bring value to everywhere that you are you bring value to the people that are around you and um, I was one of those girls in a Bible study freaking out in your life at one point. And I'm sure you said the same things to me. <laughs> and I just, I feel like over time, I'm like, the value of a stone is usually, you know, it's given more and more value as the years go by. The older and the more vintage that a piece is, mm -hmm. it's 
valued more. And I just have seen that over the years in you. And I, I want you to know that like you are, um, I don't know. I, I can't like really put words to it, articulate it super well, but you are, you are like a precious piece of what is happening in Rockford. And that is something yep. that no one can take from you or take, you know, away from the value that you hold. Thank you. I appreciate your encouragement. It definitely is a, it's a timely word. I'll say that it's, it's an interesting season of life. And so I think that that just is a very timely word. So I appreciate that so much. Um, and yeah, and on the beautiful mess thing, I, that is, that is real. Like if you guys saw my like notes app, like I am an organized, organized chaos woman. I get things mm-hmm. done, but like, I know where my notes are and they don't make sense to anybody else. <laughs> and, um, and I have my own system of to do's um, and, and it's okay, you know, and I feel like I figured out what works for me. I think there's pe- people that are here that are more type A and they kind of make fun of my systems, but I'm like, Hey, we're making stuff happen. We're getting stuff done. It might look crazy, but we're going to make it happen. And if someone came in and cleaned it up for you, you would be clueless. Like I feel yeah, like I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> Frank's like, I cleaned it. I'm like, now I don't know where anything is. I knew where it was when it was a mess. Like, leave it alone. <laughs> when that, when that program outlook was like first out when they were like, you know, it's like that to do that to do program, but you had to like enter date, enter the to-do list, enter a reminder. It sent you an email. I'm like, this is too much work. I'm wasting too much time <laughs> putting these in this system. I'm like, this is not helping me. This is, I gotta, I got I don't have time for this. I gotta just make a list and like bam it out, you know? Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Well, Anna is an organized queen. So if you ever- I love it. I love it. No. And that's beautiful. I honor you because that my brain is like, I've had to learn. I've I've had to learn how to be more administrative. I've had to learn how to be more um, detail oriented. And over time, and just with age, you get better at it. Obviously, in the jobs that you're in. But I honor you. That is that is a beautiful thing that your brain works that way. <laughs> you're always like, "What habits can we build?" I'm like, "I don't know. I haven't thought about habits for a year. Like, I think about brain <laughs> forget the rest of the year." <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing. One habit that I do think, uh, while we're speaking of creative habits. One habit that I think that I have um, really been intentional with is kind of what I talked about with like the gathering inspiration, but like finding inspiration everywhere, you know, always be doing things that make you feel inspired, whether it's like while you're traveling, you're exploring a coffee shop or a cool restaurant, um, you're finding things that, you know, you're spending time on Pinterest and finding what your aesthetics are and you're, you know, rearranging your room and you're, you know, diving into words. I think um, when I was talking about Stephen Brewster, when we had that creative meeting, he said, keep your antenna up. Um, and his his quote was, how many God ideas have passed me by because I haven't had my antenna up? And so I think like a habit that I'm like, I'm really trying to be intentional with is like, I want to keep my antenna up at all times. I want to be always collecting and creating and, um, and finding inspiration everywhere, you know? That's so good. While we're on that topic, can you talk about, so you mentioned like, you know, the thing where you get a blank piece of paper and whatever. And I, I think that that's something that maybe like people that have been around Rockford or been around these creative groups maybe know about, but there are so many things that, um, like you can do in a worship setting or in a prayer session or whatever you like practice that muscle. And can you, can you think of some other than, you know, grabbing a blank piece of paper? So even like with the blank piece of paper, something that we, we do, and this can be like practical or like spiritual um, is just like you're, you set a timer on your phone, put your phone somewhere else far away from you. And then you literally just sit there with paper and a pen and that's it. And you can either start writing or you can wait or you can start drawing. And I think it's just interesting to see what comes from that. So that's that exercise is your phone has to be away. You're in a place that's not distracting or or inspiring um, if you're outside or whatever. Um, and it's just really interesting to see what comes from it when you start to, when you start with nothing and a blank slate. Um, another thing is I that I feel like is also can be spiritual or practical when you're trying to you know mix up your creativity or your walk with God is I think explore um different avenues of of music like I think if you're always this is my worship playlist I listen to every day maybe it's an instrumental playlist you know or maybe it's no playlist maybe it's silence and sitting with your silent thought but really allowing yourself to be still I think that that's a powerful thing it can also be a creative thing 
Um, I think movement is huge, not just obviously dancing is great, but I think movement is a big deal. And so like Anna was saying, like taking a walk in nature or even just standing and pacing and walking, um, whether you're connecting with God or trying to figure out a creative idea, I think movement is huge. And then another powerful tool in our walk with God and in creativity is um, surrounding yourself with the people that inspire you and surrounding yourself with the people that challenge you. And I think that is real in a creative world and in your walk with God is who is in your circle. And that's huge. Um, who is in your circle? Because they are, you're going to become like them. You will. Um, and I've seen it time and time again in good ways and bad ways um, that the people that are in your world, you're going to start to rub shoulders with them and reflect the things that they that they are. And so I think that that's a huge, huge deal when it comes to your spiritual walk, who's walking with you, who's fighting with you, um, and how are you learning from each other? Iron sharpens iron, challenging each other, um, doing having moments like this, and then also um, inviting people into your circle that you're like, man, they challenge me and they inspire me creatively. Um, and they have a voice and they have a perspective that I want to glean from, you know. And I think that's what we, like with Flourish, the reason that we try to keep it super authentic, like not, um, we don't really structure it a whole lot is because the conversations we're having with you right now um, we would have on my couch if we weren't recording. And exactly. yeah. I'm like, when Anna and I talked about like, what if people got to like hear the conversations we have? Like that's kind of the concept of Flourish, like how some of this came about. And I think that that, I mean, it's just another episode on our podcast that talks <laughs> about the importance of community, but like it it's so important. Like it's so crucial too, because even talking to you tonight, I'm like so encouraged in my walk and like things like these ideas of what I'm going to do. And how do you know these things? I mean, you can listen to podcasts all day. I mean, of course I want you guys to listen to flourish, but like <laughs> the way to live it out and the way to like really like be a sponge is, is to surround yourself with like-minded people yep. and have these deep, hard conversations and learn from each other. That's like, mm -hmm. I mean, period. community is just so important. So I totally agree. Yeah. It's a huge deal. It's a huge deal. And I think like, um, I, yeah, I just think it's, it, it's, it's, it can be scary, um, to even like, if you're in, if you're listening and you're if it, trying to figure out friendships and, um, you know, or maybe you're like, man, I, I need to shift my friendship circle or I need more friends, you know, it can be scary, but I think you just start looking at who are the people around me that are living a life that, looks like the life I want to live and it starts small and you you're you be that friend first you know you be a person that encourages and um and and points out the goodness and brings out the goodness in others and um and God's going to start to reciprocate that back to you you know um and and pray about it too bring it before the Lord and say man I I want my my community to reflect to reflect you I want my community to be the best community that's iron sharpens iron community that is going to push me in the right direction, you know? Um, and God will do it. He really will. Yep. No, it's so good. Yeah, it's just so interesting talking about like creativity, but how it really does affect every area of your life, you know? Um, and how that's all connected. It's just like a beautiful thing. It really, really is. That's, it's so true. And mm -hmm. that's the exact reason I say that we all have creative bones in mm -hmm. our lives, you know? Yep. It's a part of our makeup for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm thinking back to even what you were saying about how you do your devotions and how you read your Bible and read different translations. I think that's so important. And that's something I do too. And it's really helpful just to see like the different words that are used in different translations and then, yeah. you know, take it a step further. I love looking up like individual words, looking at it on like dictionary.com, like no big deal, but just sometimes when you, you've seen a word and you're familiar with it, you just kind of gloss over it. But then when you actually um, look up the definition, it kind of inspires you or enlightens you in a new way. And then kind of what you were saying about like your antenna being up, like you're just aware of, I don't know, a, a thought that may not have been earth shattering you before, but then God can kind of show you something new with it. Yeah. Um, like Absolutely. even this morning I was doing my devotionals and 
the verse was in Ephesians 5.15, and it was, so be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. So the word careful is what stood out to me because to me, careful, it instantly makes me think of like anxiously being on guard or, you know, be careful. Don't fall. My son is going to be two. So I'm always like, stop, stop. Running, you know, be careful. You're about to hit your head. Oh, you just hit your head three times at church on Sunday because you keep running and everything. <laughs> yeah. um, but when I looked up careful, it's done with or showing thought and attention. So I was um, writing how it's like full of care. Um, so you're showing attention, you're showing love. So basically to whatever it is that like God is calling you to do, when you show the care for it and you take care of it and you think through like, how can I make this the best thing it is? then it will be healthy and it will be thriving. So whether that be creating or having a healthy family or being a healthy person, thinking through, you know, meal planning or, um, you know, when can you exercise? When can you get outside? What are the things that make you come alive? Or what are the things that make you hear from God? And making sure that that's a part of your daily routine. Um, so that's just something that stood out to me today. But I just really liked how you were saying, like, read different translations and, like, have a word that sticks out and kind of follow that trail. Like, maybe God is trying to show you something through that rabbit trail. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's what's so cool about the word, too. You know, my... My mom is so funny because she loves, um, loves, she, she watches like a million churches online. She's so funny, but she always will bring up, you know, different verses that she's known for years, you know, you know, like 30 years of her life. And she'll be like, oh, but this means something completely different. I never knew, know this, you knew this before, or here's the Hebrew version of it. And I think it's so true. Like that's why the, the word is living and active. And it's like the most creative thing because it, you constantly are gathering new information from things that you've heard a million times, you know, when you really pause and you really dissect what the word is saying. Um, and I just think that that is so, so cool. And, um, we just did this like with our team. We dissected like the, the passage when Jesus, um, was in the wilderness and the devil is tempting him, you know, and we just read the passage and they're like, what do you, what, what sticks out to you? And one of the things that, um, that we went back to or that we landed on after we talked about all of our different things was, um, it says right at the beginning of that passage that it says Jesus being full of the Holy Spirit was led into the wilderness. Um, and she just was like, whatever you are full of is what's going to lead you is kind of where we let it, let it, you know, like whatever your life is full of is what is going to lead your life. And I thought that was so powerful because in that passage, it's literally saying, you know, Jesus was full of the Holy Spirit and then the Spirit led him to the wilderness, um, which there's a whole other, you know, things that we can dissect about that passage, but whatever you are full of is what will lead you. And I think that that is so, um, so true. You know, when we're full of the Lord or the word and we're full of the Lord and we're praying and we're we're really saying, okay, God, my eyes are fixed on you. That's really where we're led. And then in the moments where we're led more by, um, you know, I'm scrolling on social media, I'm, you know, giving into like my, I just want to be lazy or whatever. You can tell in the moments where you're being led by something opposite of what the Lord is of, of the Lord. And I think that that is just so interesting um, and to be aware of, you know? Yeah. That's really good. Well, Jenny, we are so thankful that you came on today. Um, I seriously have so much. I feel like I'm going to take notes when I re-listen to this. <laughs> um, I feel very inspired. Um, so something that we ask our guests every um, episode and something that I would love to hear is what is helping you flourish right now in your life? What is helping me flourish? Um, I think right now my theme of 2024, which is not like a, an official word, but I am really trying to be intentional with decluttering and decluttering in a physical sense of my belongings, but also decluttering um, just the things in my life that I feel like are extra, you know, and really trying to pay attention to, um, you know, like what I'm putting in my body, what I'm filling my time with, um, the relationships that I need to be intentional with. Um, but just decluttering has been the theme. Um, but I've noticed that in all the areas that I'm 
trying to be intentional in it, I feel like God is really um, allowing certain things to bubble to the surface and allowing um, even just like more creativity, more energy for certain things. And so um, it's just been really cool. And it's only been obviously a month and a half into the new year, but that's something that I am really trying to be intentional with is like decluttering and really um, making way for like, what's the thing that I need to focus on most. But I'm so grateful for you guys. Thank you for having me on. It's been so encouraging. Um, I think anytime we can pause and just like, you know, brag on God and brag on who he's created us to be, I think that there's such power in that. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I would actually love to pray over you guys and over the podcast and everything that you guys are doing in your life and your babies and everything. So yeah, thank you. All right, let me pray. Lord, um, I thank you for Brandy and Anna, and I thank you for uh, just the gift of this podcast, the gift of them using their voices and the wisdom that you've placed inside of them. And I just pray that you would continue to do what only you can do in um, every arena of their life and their families and in their workplaces. And as they are continuing this journey and this project, God, I pray that it would just be so heaven-kissed that you would just do um, more with it than they can ever think or imagine and not for the fame of their name, God, but for just um, the glorifying of your name, God, for people to come to know you in a new way, for them to walk in the confidence in who you've created them to be, for them to flourish from the flourish from the deepest parts of their soul in every area of their life, God. Um, we just thank you for this time together. And I thank you for Brandy and I thank you for Anna and I thank you for their hearts to know you and make you known. We love you in your name we pray. Amen. Thanks, Jenny. Thank you. Yes. You guys are amazing.